0: Federal Drive is presented by GEHA, Government Employees Health Association, proudly providing health and dental benefits to federal employees and their families. Visit GEHA.com.
1: House lawmakers are calling on the Department of Veterans Affairs to shed more light into an internal investigation looking into alleged sexual harassment. The House VA committee issued a subpoena after hearing complaints from VA employees the employees claim harassment from senior leaders within the VA's office that normally investigates these types of claims. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the story. And let's talk about what's exactly going on. These are whistleblower complaints, Jory?
2: They are, and what has been laid out from the committee here is that VA employees dating back to summer of 2022 have documented cases where leaders from the VA Office of Resolution Management Diversity and Inclusion have been sexually harassing employees and then, you know, in some cases retaliating against employees who come forward. To give you one example, we're not using names in this situation, but one of the employees who came forward to the committee and VA leadership about these allegations What we heard from VA employees who then went forward to the committee and VA leadership, they described situations where VA managers within the Office of Resolution Management, Diversity, and Inclusion were sexually harassing these employees, saying things that were improper in a workplace setting to them. And uh, when they went forward to supervisors to say that this is inappropriate. They agreed. They recommended disciplinary action against the accused here. And then those leaders in turn sexually harassed these employees as well, said things that were also inappropriate to these uh, employees who then
1: went forward to the House VA committee with their concerns. So the employees reported this action, this sexual harassment, then in turn were greeted with retaliation by the same people.
2: That's correct. And that's why they went through to lawmakers after they didn't get the kind of results they were hoping for from VA's leadership. Some of these allegations date back to July of 2022. But the committee leadership, they approached VA Secretary Dennis McDonough about these claims late last year in September. They started to send letters about this. In mid-November, the committee Chairman Mike Bost personally called McDonough asking for the VA to take a closer look at these claims. And since that call, the accused here, they've either retired, resigned or been reassigned within the department. And what we heard from Bost at this uh, committee hearing where they did approve this uh, subpoena, he says that the VA has not been forthcoming with the details of its internal investigation and that to date, the committee has issued seven letters about this and that they really just need more details from the VA
1: about what's going on. I've seen damning evidence of sexual harassment that was ignored by senior officials at VAs for months. If it was not for the brave whistleblowers and this committee's investigation, there is no telling where or if VA would have taken the sexual harassment allegations seriously. All right and then that's chairman Mike Bost of the VA committee and Jory what kinds of things are they alleging besides language and also is this all women complaining about male managers or what what else do we know
2: At this point, this is about, as much as we know, we uh, have heard that at least one of the whistleblowers is a woman who has made these concerns known to the committee and to VA leadership. Uh, But we don't know the full scope of everything. And in fact, some members of the committee were careful to not identify the accused because that might actually turn around and identify the whistleblowers in this case. And so they want to make sure that everything is uh, on the up and up and that they are not throwing these names out here until a final investigation has been completed. And on this point, we heard from the ranking member of the IT Modernization Subcommittee, Sheila Cherflis-McCormick.
0: So I want to ensure that we can take extra steps and mechanisms to protect the whistleblower because part of the strength and bravery it takes to come out is to know that you're actually going to be protected.
1: And so far as we know, the activities that are being reported were harassment in nature and not sexual abuse, which would be physical, but it's mostly language and types of behaviors that create a bad working environment without actually laying hands on people.
2: Yeah, at this point, what we've seen is text messages and emails that uh, are inappropriate from the perspective of these VA employees. The committee has sent reporters some versions of what they have as far as evidence, and uh, it is certainly not... The kind of language you would have uh, in any kind of workplace situation,
1: and or that we can repeat on Family Radio, right? Yeah, gosh, what in the heck were people thinking? And Jory, what else do we know about that VA internal investigation? Who's doing it, and what have they found so far?
2: Yeah, so the VA is conducting its own internal review of this. Uh, separate division, the Office of Accountability and Whistleblower Protection, they expect to have their own investigation complete by the end of this month. Actually, a second investigation is also underway, uh, and it's being conducted by the Postal Service's Equal Employment Opportunity Office, of all places. They are taking on that secondary independent investigation because this is, again, an office that normally handles, uh, within VA, these types of sexual harassment claims. So not sure why it is specifically the Postal Service that is being asked to conduct this investigation, but they are also doing their own review of ORMDI.
1: And right now, not the Veterans Affairs Office of Inspector General, so far as we know.
2: No, and that was one of the concerns raised by the one holdout on the subpoena vote, the ranking member Mark Takano. He said that there are a number of investigations already underway. It was not clear to him what the committee's own investigation would contribute to those investigations. And he did say that at this point, the VA Inspector General's Office, as far as he knows, has not been involved.
1: And at the hearing, who was answering for the department, and what were they saying about the allegations?
2: So this was a business meeting of the committee. There was no v a officials uh, communicating to the committee about the uh, the allegations at this point, but we did hear from the VA press office about this. They said that they will, uh, in fact, have that report, that investigation complete by the end of this month, and that they will continue to provide the committee with documents. Since November of last year, the VA has provided the committee with more than 1,000 documents, 20-plus transcribed interviews from VA officials who were under sworn testimony as part of the VA's investigation. And what the VA has said to the press is that the VA does not tolerate sexual harassment and they are treating these allegations with the utmost seriousness.
1: And the next step then would be what?
2: Well, we'll have to see what this investigation at the end of the month pans out, what is said from there, what the committee feels about the end of that report. And, you know, it's worth pointing out that we will hear from VA Secretary Dennis McDonough in his monthly press conference roughly around that point. So you can expect reporters to have questions about the you know, conclusion of that report and next steps from there.
1: Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. And be sure to check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.